magic to it. When I'm at Ramah, I am home. Welcome to the Kol Ramah podcast. Um, I'm Howard Blass, the director of the National Ramah Tikva Network. Um, the podcast features various interesting members of the Camp Ramah community. And we're also going to be doing some, some featuring some members of the Tikva community, uh, participants, alumni, staff, uh, families, sharing their Tikva impact stories. So today we have um, Alexa Talib, um and her parents, Ellen, Alan, and Carrie. Um, Alexa has had many different Ramah experiences. She's really had the whole Ramah experience from being a camper at Camp Ramah in New England. She's currently in the, in the Voc Ed job training program at camp. She's been part of Ramat Israel Seminar. Alexa has many talents and skills. Um, Alexa also has Down syndrome. Alexa has been included in various EDOT, various divisions um, at Ramat New England and has been part of the TICFA program, which is the uh, Disabilities Inclusion Program that Ramah has probably been offering since 1970. And Alexa currently runs her own business, Truly Scrumptious by Alexa, where she uses skills that she's learned and continues to learn at camp. So I'd like to welcome Alexa and Alan and Carrie. And um, Alexa, I want to begin by asking you a couple of questions because people can't see you. So maybe you can tell them um, you know, how old you are and um, where you live. And also, who are the people in your family? I am 23 years old. I live in Roslyn, New York, with my mom, my dad, and my two brothers, and my two dogs. <laughs> Great. I was hoping you would, you would not leave out your dogs, because they are well known from yeah. visitors' days. Everybody at Camp Romano knows your dogs. Um, can you just tell us what kind of dogs you have? Because they happen to be my favorite kind. Bernice Mountain Dogs. Four and a half. <laughs> Say it again. Four a half. <laughs> oh, four and a half. Okay. Um, can you tell us, Alexa, what does a, a typical day in your life look like? I know that now the whole world is a little bit different and everybody's routines are changing, but what, what does a day usually look like for you? Mondays to Fridays, I go to a day have program that walks. As I used to say, from turn to three. After program, I come home. I have some coworkers that help me with my business and my tours. I I also go to classes with my friends and I do some and I do some calls with my camp friends on Thursday nights. So you sound pretty busy. Um, the part that I think people might find really. Um, you know, there's a lot of interesting parts, but talk about your, your business that, that for someone, you're kind of a young person to be like a business person, you know, you have your own business. So tell us a little bit about your business, please. My company's name is Truly Scrumptious by Alexa. I make delicious custom travel coaches. I wanted this business because I wanted to make things for different locations that make people happy. I make cookies for all different customers. Some are for 
personal celebrations, and some of our company events, like the cookies that made for the governor of Indian, one of those meetings, over the meetings. Awesome. So I have to say that I was lucky enough to go visit the Chalups to see Alexa in action. Um, I, you know, our, at Camp Ramah, we focus a lot on job training in our TICFA program. And um, many families talk about how hard it is um, after graduation to find employment for their children with disabilities. And um, some parents and some participants have really gotten very creative and started businesses. And I so I've been going around the country looking at creative businesses and I didn't have to look far from home. I got to see Alexa in action. And uh, it's really re remarkable and tasty. And um, search for Truly Scrumptious by Alexa. Um, it is totally worth it and totally yummy. And also I was lucky enough to see that um, Alexa uh, she, she prepared treats for the Covenant Foundation for their program directors meeting a couple of months ago, and it was very, very well received. And Alexa, you were such a great speaker in front of all those people. This is nothing. Like, you spoke in front of a couple of hundred people. So, yeah, very... I know. I'm really good at talking. Well, what was that like? What was it like to talk in front of so many people? Uh, it's fun. <laughs> good. You did a great job. So that's Thanks. part of the When you have a business, you have to be able to be able to talk in front of a lot of people. So, um, you know, Alexa, you're kind of at that age where you're um, like on one hand, you're like becoming an adult, but on the other hand, you still have, you know, needs. So talk about like, how do your parents, what do they have to do for you at this point in your life? Like, how do they help you? What do they do? I am very lucky. My parents helped me and support me to make my life better. I wanted to work on running my company and they helped me to do that. They also teach me how to be independent. Awesome. But you know, Alexa, like be honest for a second, because I I also have kids and I know that um, sometimes parents do stuff and it makes you happy and other times they drive you nuts. So mm -hmm. are there things that your parents do that drive you nuts also? What do we do to drive some nuts? They don't let me eat as much pasta as I want or watch TV as much TV as I want. <laughs> so your parents, know you, your parents know you pretty well. They know that if they left you in the room with the TV and a, and a box of pasta, oh, you know, yes. what would happen, right? <laughs> So it sounds like they don't they don't do it just to make you crazy. They do it because they care about you and they want to make sure that you're that you're healthy. But I totally get yeah. it. Okay. And you know what I think also when you go to camp. They probably expect your the staff to, in the Vogue Ed program to kind of look after you because if they if they came on visitors day and found out that you were watching like 20 hours of TV, but of course we have no TVs in camp, or that you were having like 20 bowls of pasta, they would not be very happy. But let's let's talk more about camp, okay? Like, how did you how did you guys find out about Camp Rama in the first place? Like, how did you hear about camp? It's so weird. 
I wanted to go to sibling camp like, like my brothers. I wanted a Jewish camp and did my parents. They found out about camp and mom program for people with special needs. And did you go visit? Yes. And did you love it when you got there? Yes. How did you how did you know? Like when you got to camp, how did you know that you like were gonna like it when you visited? Uh, uh, um, did you know you were going to like it? I was going to like camp, only for the first time. I taught it the first lesson I started, and then I said, well, I want to go full, and I said, uh, <laughs> yes. What do you call the camp? Camp Ma. No, do you remember what you said? When? When we asked you, we met Howard, and we walked we around camp. And do you remember we asked you, what do you like about this camp? What did you say? And I do want to be Jewish? Yes. I, I like the Jewish. I like the Jewish. You like the Jewish part. Well, what what Jewish things do you like? What are the Jewish things that you like to do, Alexa? Uh, I can't. What, what are the Jewish activities that you like to do? Um, I play doing the um work. Um, Work out. No, the, what's it, uh, the Jewish aspect of camp? Oh, davening. Shabbat. What are some of the, the fun parts of the Jewish part of camp that you like? I like to do davening because we have a temple and we pray a lot. We're not in camp. And also we were saying us right now, I did with my song, with my song English. Right, so you should tell it. Did, did you, you know, Alexa, I... I'm sorry, I, I have a feeling that a lot of people don't have any idea of what goes on. Like, what makes the tikva davening so special compared to other davening? Like, what goes on there? Um, we have special guests always coming for our um, um, doing praying. We only have guests. Like, one time with Mahon, Max or Nemanim or Illinois. But what's special about the davening, like in your books? Like I noticed something interesting. I've never seen prayer books like that. What's in the book? My own Doreen. Well, no, in, in the books that they give you. Uh, I can't remember the Sidorin call. You just told me, you just showed us what they, they do in the Sidorin. They show you certain things. Oh, we see um, sign language. Like Ashray with sign language. Yeah. No, that's great that you, and you're right. I think a lot of times guests come. Like sometimes people find davening boring, but when they come to tikva davening, they, they, it's kind of awesome because people they sing and they dance, and they have instruments and they do sign language and they have guests. Kind of a lot of ruach going on in tikva davening. A lot of ruach. <laughs> a lot of ruach. Yep. Um, how many years have you been going to camp for, Alexa? 14 years. How many? 14 years. Years. Oh my God, that makes me feel really old because I remember when you first came. Um, and I was also, you know, when you were talking about the Jewish part, I was remembering your bat mitzvah because I got to go to your bat mitzvah too. Um, yes. Can you say something about your bat? Just tell people who are listening about your bat mitzvah because it was pretty unusual and awesome. What holiday is What did you do? Like, what? In case people don't understand what Purim is, what did you do during? What was special about that day? Um, which where? Minimus. Minimus ears. Minimus ears. My dad was at the, in the big bunny basket from like Alice Dwinoland. Right. right. So for and someone who loves, 
Yeah, for someone who likes to dress up and likes fashion, I mean, you were wearing a Minnie Mouse costume, and even <laughs> the adults were wearing silly costumes. So that I was really fun. I totally remember that. Um, I love Minnie Mouse. <laughs> so you were talking about you when you first came to camp, you saw the davening, and that caught your attention. What are some other favorite activities of yours in camp? My favorite, my favorite activities are working out, being with friends, going on trips like Six Flags, swimming in Nagam, black party, making pie for Shabbat Ornik, and celebrating Shabbat Ikada. What, you know, we didn't talk about this question, but what, you know, you, can you describe, you know, you've had different experiences in camp over those years. Like you were, you know, like some, some people are in Tikva from the very beginning, like they live in Amitim bunks, but you had a different kind of approach. Can you talk about what your experience was like in camp, where you started off living in camp? I, you, you, I didn't even ask you this ahead of time, but I bet you could tell us about that. Uh, okay. What did like when ask? you met like my daughter and all those other kids, like what was that all about? It's about having fun in camp. You started in inclusion. You started when you were. I started when I was in Illinois. Bull Green, Maximim, Bull Green, Maximim. I may seem to okay. But when you started, Alexa, were you were you with like you were with Hannah Blass and Hannah Weissman, Hannah Weissman, Tori Burgle, and all of these people? They were like you, but you had some you had special needs, and they didn't have special needs. And how was that? Did they make you feel a part of it? Yes, they did. Very much so. And they will become your friends. Yes. And do you still keep in touch with them? Yes. And I made cookies for like Hannah Weissman's birthday. Oh, oh no that kidding. Oh. And graduation. So you've continued to be a really good friend. A good friend is a good friend who makes cookies on birthdays that they make on their yes. own. That's pretty impressive. And then you didn't, you know, when you finished camp, you did something that a lot of people do um, in, Ramah, in the different Ramah camps. You went on Ramah Israel seminar. So can you tell us about, uh, tell, talk about seminar. Ramah seminar was the best thing I ever did. I got to experience Israel with my friend, my kid friends. We had the same fun things. I mean, you know, I'm thinking, Alexa, you know, you've, I know that your family really, really loves Israel and you care a lot about Israel. I know that you're, maybe your friends are talking about this, but they're involved with like JNF, the Jewish National Fund. So, but you've been to Israel before, right? I have. We have family there, actually. My dad's cousins are there. So, but what was different about going on seminar? Like, you've gone with your parents, but like, how is it different? What's different about going on seminar? Mm. 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 How old was everyone on seminar? Were they old people like mom and dad? Oh, yes. They were? They were old Three. people on seminar? No. <laughs> My bad, but I definitely didn't know Howard. <laughs> well, what was, did you have a favorite part of seminar? A favorite, favorite memory from being in Israel with your friends? So, um, being in the bus stem, that's one. And I, I'm not just saying, I'm, I'm not, I'm, 
I'm allowed to sing on the bus, can I? I'm not getting home. As you say, I'm sure that was a treat for them. <laughs> and then you just have to be. Uh, Very fun. So, so you were in charge of singing. That's yes. fabulous. I love singing. Singing is the best. Do you want to hear one? No. Not right. really. <laughs> <laughs> he, has he has more questions. <laughs> maybe at, the, at the end, maybe you can sing like one of your favorite Ken from Ma songs if you want to. But anyway, Alexa, you know, you're doing a great job. Let me ask your parents a couple of questions because they've been very patient. Um, I mean, Carrie and Alan, could you talk about, you know, you guys have been really connected to camp. I know that um, there are a lot of families who have kids with disabilities and they're just afraid to send their kids to camp. and um, you know, I don't, did you have any of those worries and what helped you get to the point that you felt like it was going to be okay? And just what, what was your, what's your experience been like uh, as parents of a kid in camp for all these years? So I think the scariest thing you could possibly do is send your child with a disability to camp and not be there. Cause in, in general, you're always there taking care of your child and making sure that they have everything they need and you as a parent don't, you understand things that they want with them actually even having to say it. So to now give your child over to someone who doesn't know them really at all is, is honestly, it's horrifying. But with that said and done, we looked at many camps. I think we did our research. We did our homework. Alexa's brothers had gone to sleepaway camp. She had wanted to look into their camp and it wasn't the right camp for her. We knew it, she knew it. Um, and when we looked and we got to Camp Ramath Palmer specifically, we knew that this was the right place and we had no hesitation. We just knew that she'd be safe there. We knew that she'd make friends there. We knew she'd be well taken care of. Um, and we just knew that she would have an independence that we just couldn't give her at home. Alan, anything you want to add? Any, any, anything you want to um, add to what Carrie said? So I, I, I agree with you know everything that she said. You know, it really, Alexa and what we do with all our children. Not only Alexa was, you know, you, you don't really set limitations to your children. You let them, you let them grow or experience everything that they can, and that's that's how they grow. And Lexi always grew by experiences and by seeing things and and visualizing and traveling. So it was the same with camp. It was something that really gave her a sense of independence outside of our household. Um, and she came back each and every year from camp more verbal, more independent, more everything than when we had sent her away. And really the growth occurs from being around people of her own age and just spending a whole summer with them, not with a parent figure, but really with children their own age. And um, really, and really growing that way. It's been a wonderful experience, and still continues to be. So you guys have been very connected to uh, to Romano, England um, over the years. You've been good spokespeople. You know, good for good talking to other parents who were a little bit nervous about coming to camp. Um, you know, we were talking about how Alexa had been fully included in a typical bunk for many years, and then kind of became part of like these two communities. You know, the um, the TikTok program and larger camp community. Um, and Alexa was talking about how she's still in touch with all these other kids, including my daughter and many of her, many of those friends. What do you think the other kids, you know, in camp get out of having uh, Tikva in camp or having kids with disabilities, just all, you know, part of camp? 
You taking this one? You want me to take it? <laughs> you know, when Alexa started, and, and how would you know, when Alexa started, she was one of the first of the children to go through the inclusion program. And um, as nervous as we were putting her into a typical bunk with some assistance, I know a lot of work was done ahead of time with the other campers in that bunk and the other staff, educating them to have it have a child like my daughter in that bunk to see if there are any concerns there. Um, and really as a parent, we were much more nervous than the other camp than the other campers were. You know, by having a lecture in there, they didn't really see it. They, as, from our experience, they included her immediately as one of their own. Um, and really, I think as far as whatever Alexa got out of it, they got out of a similar sense of, of understanding, of compassion, of growth themselves. And, um, you know, we'll never forget that when Alexa was younger, as we, we drove her up to, to New England, as we're driving onto campus, everyone is yelling her name as we get there. And the she, door flies open and she runs out and to go join her friends and everything. My wife is, talking, <laughs> my wife is crying her eyes out. Just thinking her eyes out. She always cried, Harold. And she I spent, I, spent I spent the rest of the day unpacking I'm her bags myself. And she was crying. She used to take off on us. We were like, why did we even come up here? We should have let the counselors do this. So, so, as, far, so as far as the benefits go, Alexa, I think the benefits were the same to, to the camp as a whole. Um, um, really, really understanding, compassion, growth, laughter, everything that you can imagine. I don't think it was a unilateral thing. I think it really was, it was a community benefit. Yeah, no, we're we're really proud of the fact that we sort of we forget that um, had it not been for some visionary founders in 1970 who had this crazy at the time idea of including people with disabilities in camp, none of the Jewish camps might have been doing this. And now it's like it's the norm. Thank God, like Reform, Orthodox, conservative Jewish camps, you know, everybody includes people, and it's the idea that we just the impact that makes on society. Is is amazing. So we're, we're very we're very proud of that. But um, we just celebrated 50 years of doing that. And and at this point, every camp, you know, all 10 overnight camps, the day camps, all include kids uh, and young adults. So we're very proud of that. Um, and I just have to say one thing, Howard. To that, we know a lot of different camps, and we know we have a lot of friends with um, children with disabilities who have experienced other camps. Nobody does it as well as Ramah, really and truly. They, they get it right. It's true inclusion in the sense that the TICFA program, the AMIT program is as much a part of camp as any other ADA. And that's what's so special about Ramah, the way they include. Well, thanks. I mean, I always, I always like to say that, um, you know, having TICFA in camp is as natural as having, you know, Shabbat and s'mores and campfires and, the great thing is it's been around since before any single person ever got to camp. So nobody ever says like, what are they doing here? That would be a crazy question. I mean, it's just, it's just natural. And like Alexa said, like the davening is like the it's like the best davening in all of camp. And uh, to see 15 year olds who might ordinarily wear their hoodie over their head and come reluctantly come to life at seven in the morning, you know, because Alexa wants to sing with them or dance with them. That That's really pretty remarkable to see and like and the hope is that that those kids will go into the world as just better people and it's not going to be when they become employed well, you know when, when they're 
at a checkout counter and a person bagging their groceries as a disability, or even better yet, when they're employers or when they have the capacity to support our CAMs, they're going to remember that experience, which is really um, awesome. Um, I'll just ask you a couple more questions. What are some of your goals for um, Alexa? And she's because she's really, you know, come a very, very, very long way from that little girl Alexa. Now she has a business. What do you What do you think is going to What do you imagine down the road? Um, from us or from oh, Alexa? Either, either. I mean, it'd be a great question for Alexa. Yeah. Alexa, what are your What are your dreams and goals? Well, my dreams are having a boyfriend, having kids, and having a dog. And a big mansion. <laughs> Very good goals. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Are we building your business or is that out the toilet when you get married? <laughs> 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 well, to be honest with you, the goal, our goals for Alexa are the same as they are for our two boys. That's to get a job and move out. I mean, we can just sum it up. She needs to get a job and move out. Uh, <laughs> Every parent's goal. Every yeah, parent's goal. Build her business and get out. However, however she wants to do it. Get out is the goal. Alexa, Alexa you know, our, our goal now for Alexa really is to continue to build on her independence um, and her quality of life. And that really, and that really means meaningful employment. Okay, which means uh, building a company and getting a company going. And then really the opportunity to, like for every other child to live independently on their, not necessarily on their own, maybe with her friends and some support, but really having a sense of accomplishment and independence on her own. My final question is kind of a thought question. Um, you know what? You know you've been around Camp Rama for for so long. So what do you what what can you teach us? What can you tell us as we go forward? What are some things that that we could learn? You know, where I I'm very proud of the fact. You know, I um I inherited a program that had been around for um from 1970. You know, I I came after 29 years of the same people directing this wonderful program, and it was important to me to say, you know, what still works, we should keep doing. And whatever you know, whatever we can do to improve, we should keep doing that. So I wonder if you can share ideas. You know, what can Ramah do better, and what can camps do better? And I know you. I know that whatever you say will be in a loving way because you care so much. And I said it before. I think Camp Ramah does it the best of anyone that I've seen. Um, I think, like I said, one of the main you know, there's. There's different definitions of inclusion, what people think of as being included. Um, when kids go to school, having a separate room but being in the same building, some people think is inclusion. That's not necessarily the inclusion that we would have wanted um, for Alexa. Rama doesn't do it that way. Rama, everybody is an equal, everybody is the same. So I would say continue doing that and continue keeping Tikva um, a part of camp as again, like I said, just like any other group in camp, they are one of many. Um, and I think that's really important. The Voged program is great. It's really not only for the, the um, vocational piece to it, but these campers have now connected. They have a friendship, which is another piece that's very important for this population. And there are Zoom meetings, or if we get together in Manhattan, or even just coming back together every summer just really is so important. And they really share a very special bond 
um, the Boged House. That's just an experience that most, so for some of them, it's their first time, like for Alexa, for example, when she was living in the Boged House, that was really the first time she was living in a room with other girls, with no other counselor, with no other, you know, adult. And that made a big difference. And I think that's when she also realized, wow, like I, I really want to live on my own. I don't, you know, need someone, you know, down my back all the time. <laughs> um, I think that's really important. And I think that that is something that camp should definitely expand on. Everyone should be able to have that experience. Um, the Boked House is fantastic. As well as the jobs they do, just, you know, if we're talking about the daily living, independent living skills, and the, the jobs have been great. You've created some really great vocational education experiences. Alexa, some of the things Alexa has learned in camp, she's brought to her own uh, business. You know, people in the Voked program do things like run a bakery and run a guest house and work in the front office and things like that. Um, Except, I said a few things I don't like. One oh. is a bakery. No, I yes, always run. Excuse me. I was a personal. It's it's your choice. Some people. It's not that it's not a good program, but you're saying you just don't like. You need to be a little clear. People don't understand. You like certain broken jobs better than others. Correct. Yes. Except I eat the candy when I'm sneaking it. I eat magnets. Nobody's there. I went to the room. I locked the door. I read pretty old magnets and I started in my mouth. Okay, so then we realized canteen was not the place for you. Nobody. Got it. Got it. And it no way. So I just hide, hide, hide in my room and it's all sweet. Okay. So also, what was your favorite? What was your favorite job in camp? What's been your favorite job? Actually, so far it's the meal room and food prep. Alexa, is there anything we're going to, you know, I really appreciate your time. You guys did a great job. Is there anything else that you, you want to end by saying, Alexa, any, any message for people or any thoughts you want to share? You should always do is nice safety. I always say from camp and home. It's nice safety. It's always good. If you're holding up like this and you poke something in the eye and you do like this, you bleed in your chest. Right. Knife safety it's, is, that is it, true. It, Knife safety. Is, if you ask me the one thing, um, actually Alexa has one of her combat workers sitting here. Um, you can't you say, can say hello. Oh, this um, is how you can say hello. She's sitting here laughing because when they work in the kitchen, Alexa gives her the whole, Carly, this is the knife safety. You can't hold the knife like this. Yeah. So really what you are teaching them is extremely important and they carry it through to their home lives, which is what anybody would want. I mean, that's amazing. So again, I'll say it, what you're doing is working. It, it's just, it's a wonderful experience. And for me, it was just sad camp couldn't happen this summer. And we are really looking forward to next summer because it's, uh, Alexa really, really benefits from camp. You should always put up your, your hair up before you start doing anything else, okay? In if you kitchen, don't- In the kitchen, you mean? Yes, but if you don't, your hair gets in the food, you don't need to eat the hair. <laughs> well, that, that just shows people that they can really trust your um, your your product that you that you make because you know all the right safety, all the safety rules. And they can eat in camp because she does food prep. <laughs> that, that's true, that's true. You guys have been great. And you know, I know that it is sad that there's no camp this summer, but I think that maybe, 
you know, people get to hear these great stories on the podcast. And Alexa, there's still a lot of fun things going on. Like not there's Shabbos is calling for New England, but also some great things happening with National Ramah. So hope you guys will get to participate. Thank you so much to the to the three of you. And you guys are awesome. Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Howard. We appreciate it. Thank you, Howard. Shalom, and thank you for tuning in to Kol Barama. If you're looking for more information about Camp Ramah overnight and day camps, Israel programs, year-round events, and virtual offerings, please visit our website at www.campramah.org. Mm-hmm.